0: I hope everybody is well. There are certain pieces that one sees, you know, in terms of what <clears throat> learns from the the great Sorem that particularly are powerful. The introduction of the Nis- Nisiva Sholem to Sefer Shmos, many of you guys may have heard, but it's totally worth repeating. It kind of gives a remarkably broad and um, sweeping picture of what... Uh, Golis Mitzrayim, the exile down to Egypt is, and Golis in general, excuse me, and the Asiva Sholem, the Sholem asked the obvious question, which is that, how do we understand that there's so much of our history as a people, as a people, as individuals, we were in exile? What kind of people is that? People, let's say, you know, like, imagine Italians, you know, they live in the land for a few hundred years, and then, like, they spend 2,000 years wandering around. Nobody relates to a, a nation like that. How is it that that, that what happened to us that, that all of a sudden that became, you know, the wandering Jew? It seems like a very strange concept. It seems like a very bizarre idea that here we are wandering around and that is our national identity. Why is it like that? And in general, he mentions the concept of Golis in a very, you know, he brings from a very famous teaching of the chazal of the the, the, the sages that on the second passage the, of the 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 Chomish, of all of the Torah, it says, it says the verse that it was very empty, it was void and confusing and darkness, and the Spirit of God hovered over the, the land, over the water, excuse me. So he asked a question, so so the rabbis teach, on that puzzle that the four exiles, we break up world history basically, to simplify into like the granddaddy of all exiles which is egypt right that's and then you have the four and once we come out of egypt we are like eternally free so to speak but even though we have to go back in but there's a certain freedom that we now that exists within our and in our inner soul and then afterwards we replay four specific exiles which is babylonia the destruction of the first temple persia which is where we encounter ahashverosh and Haman in the in the Persian exile, and then we have, that's in between the first temple and the second temple, and you have, uh, we have Greece which is already in the second temple, in the middle of the second temple period, and then Rome, which is the end of the second temple, and we classify that time period until uh, until today. So in the very, in the second verse, and all of the Chumashas hinted to these four exiles. So how could that be? We didn't do anything wrong yet. Isn't exile because of sin? We say in our tefillahs, because we have sinned, we were exiled from the land. What is, how could the verse possibly say, without even knowing, that already here it's kind of like imprinted in our history that, oh no, no, there's going to be goles, there's going to be exile. You know, and in the end, of course, that's going to be there's going to be a spirit of Mashik that's going to come and he's going to save us. And, you know, hopefully everything, we'll see that everything was for the good. Um, but even so, it uh, seems to be hard to understand isn't isn't of Chet? Isn't, isn't it because of the, our shortcomings and the things we've done wrong? We 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 read all the time that the first day, something was built was destroyed because of three cardinal sins: uh, murder, idolatry, and adultery. And the second temple was because of the destruction. Because of uh, 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 the second one was because of. Uh, um, Excuse me, uh, the second was because of uh, uh, hatred, uh, pointless hatred. So we see that exile relates to actually doing something wrong. So he says an extremely important foundation. He says it over from the Kashna Tzemagin, one of the great Hasidic early Hasidic masters. And he says the following. He says that basically there are two paths that are written into world history. One is a cycle of what is going to happen. It's kind of like a, it's pre-programmed. And that program is going to play out because there are certain things that the world needs to go through. And that's why the program is there. However, we can override the program if we understand that the programmer wants something from us. Which means Hashem is putting into the world a certain system. And he's going to put that system and it's, it's real and it's not always easy. Right? Our exile has not been a simple situation to say the least. But there is a way of overcoming it. There is a way of going above the constraints of that exile to become, to, to, to reconnect, to connect and reconnect to what the, what the creator, what Hashem wants from us. So if we do not merit meaning if it's going to be business as usual, so then the exile is going to continue, right? It's just going to, because it's pre-programmed, because the Shem says, I need the world, so to speak, to go through these different steps. But there's another level of exile, which we can now say, wow, we're here, and there's something we need to learn, and there's something we need to pick up, and there's an idea of, uh, just as a side, to picking up the sparks, to learning you know what each exile has to teach us specifically, and learning that and leaving the parts which are not healthy and that 's kind of going over and above like hearing that oh the 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 programmer wants something over here let 's see if we can connect to all of that deeper uh, all the deeper messages of what 's going on with the with uh, uh, the exile, and therefore we have the choice before us, so when it says that the world was Empty and void and has these four exiles, that means that was programmed in. That's what's going to happen. And we have to go through something accordingly. <coughs> he says, on the other hand, we can go over and above that. And to give you an idea of how this would actually play out, I do not remember where the Orachim Kodish is, but the Orachaim, the great commentary Orachim Kodish, says that had we not gone to exile, so then, and oh, so, excuse me, the Gomorrah says we, go, we went to Agdile to pick up, to Magyar Garim to uh, convert converts and you know, even on a deeper level that means the different sparks to bring them back to Judaism, whatever. But the Gomorrah says clearly that's why we went. So Orochaim Kodesh says, well, what if we didn't sin? What if we didn't do the three cardinal sins? We didn't have want, wantless hatred, you know, pointless hatred. What would have been then? So he says then he would have come to us. We wouldn't have had to go anywhere. It would have come to our front doorstep. It would have come to Harris Israel. We would have never had to leave the land, and they would have been drawn like a magnet, which is honestly what we see today. There are many people that are drawn like a magnet to Harris Israel. They want to just be here. But non-Jewish people that are somehow fascinated and 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 feel pulled and and uh, just kind of like a you know like a magic uh, of, uh, of how they feel connected to Eretz Israel. But that could be, or Tatara doesn't, doesn't make a difference. But that would be, I mean, if we're strong enough, we can pull them in, so to speak. That's the two That's the two ways, and it's really up to us. Ah, we could say, how do we, you know, been a lot of years, we didn't get it yet. So but we never know. We never know what it's going to take to put it over the top. We don't know how much, how that went in, and it's not necessarily up to us. So we go back to the Rambam. The Rambam always says, and you know, the Rambam says, and it's often quoted, that you always have to, we always have to see the world fifty-fifty, right? Which is a little bit hard for us sometimes to imagine. The entire world is fifty-fifty. Rambam says, "Yeah, that's how we look at it, right?" So a Jew doesn't say, "I don't understand how could it possibly we're still in exile." No, no, no. Yeah, all you know is fifty-fifty. You know that right now you could be turning it this way and that way. And you know there are plenty of stories of people whose lives and single events even have changed the course of world history, Jewish history the early, you know, spiritual history. And therefore, it's definitely not in our, you know, there's no reason to have to give up. It sometimes is a little hard, but we we are called upon always to go from 50 to make it 51 and to take us out of that pre-programmed exile and bring us to a higher world, to a, a greater world, and hopefully a world that will bring us all to Mashiach. Have a wonderful Shabbos.